It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all through on that bitch. That just sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole. Thank you for rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talon, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV. One girl, Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chitty with Candy Kisses TV. What's up y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. What my whole girl Michelle? Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Teresa Francine, and I'm a celebrity makeup artist, and you guys are rocking out with Candy Kisses TV today. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? It's your girl Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. What is up, Kiss Fam? Now, it is Motivational Monday, and you know I always bring you another dope talent, dope entrepreneur, but before we get into this, you know what I'm going to tell y'all to do. Go ahead and subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, Mama, because first of all, act like your mama done taught you something. It's $3.99. It don't cost you zero dollar rest to subscribe, comment, and share. So go on, hook your girl up. Now, I am bringing you uh, one of the celebrity makeup artists that has been making her mark on the industry for quite some time, all the way back to 2004. She was a makeup artist before it was famous on YouTube, much like myself. <laughs> okay, she has touched many of stages that you're familiar with. Um, she's been featured on the 106 in Park, touch celebrities such as Steve Harvey, um, Q-Tip, The Roots, the list goes on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Miss Teresa Francine. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Please let everybody know how to find you on social media and how they can get in touch with you um, before we get into this. Okay, I'm pretty active on my Instagram. So my Instagram is at Teresa Francine, um, at T-H-E-R-E-S-A, Francine, F-R-A-N-C-I-N-E. It's one word. And I just uh, created a TikTok. So, um, you know, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get into it, try some new things. You know, everybody's like, when are you going to do the TikTok thing? So I, I jumped the gun and, and I finally did it. <laughs> I, listen, this social media thing, it's a, it's a new beast. But I mean, once you get the hang up, it's like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, um, especially like it, it has evolved so much before I just seemed like you were just like getting your hands onto something that was so innovative, but now it's overwhelming <laughs> with all the changes. But it's still great. In all your business. <laughs> <laughs> when did you know that the entertainment industry was for you as far as makeup is concerned? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, I guess the when I did my first celebrity. You know, because I was like, maybe I could do 
do this. Like, you know, um, I'd say uh, Steve Harvey was my very first celebrity, you know, and then just working behind the scenes. I worked with him on um, a, Chris, a Christian um, television show called um, Network called CBN. I forget the name of the show, but, you know, just working behind the scenes and working with him and just seeing he, him being charismatic and just seeing your work, you know, um, just on screen is just humbling. So um, once I, I started with him and then I, I, I landed my um, my second um, celebrity, which was um, Mary Mary, and then they kept utilizing me. I was just like, okay, I'm starting to feel more confident that I could really do this. So yeah, I say like when you, when I really kind of worked with my first celebrity, it almost solidified that this is what I really want to do in the um, entertainment industry. Yeah. Now, Steve, if I would have known that you worked with Steve Harvey, I would have to call my mom and say, guess what? There's somebody that knows Steve Harvey. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> is, uh, I got to meet Steve. I just got to meet Steve. And I'm just like, okay. he's a sweetheart. He really is. <laughs> yeah, everybody that I know that has actually had the opportunity to work with him and say, oh, yeah, he's really cool. He's down to earth or whatever. And if my mom is anywhere in the room, she's like, you think you can tell him to, I got a book and you. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Six six degrees of separation. I was like, Mama, I'm sure you'll meet him one day. Just it's calm down. It's coming. <laughs> I know. It's so, it's humbling when you when you're around like certain celebrities. So I totally get it for sure. Definitely. I mean, I, I'm you know as a makeup artist myself, I've been around celebrities, but it's a, it's a different feeling when it's someone that you actually respect. Not that you don't respect the people that you work with, but you know, when you when you actually kind of are a fan of theirs, you're like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, got, I agree. You know, when you are a fan of them and you finally get to work with that person, it's like, it just almost feels like it's just surreal. I always feel that way, especially when I'm a fan of the person. Now, when did you actually start doing makeup, like as far as um, not professionally, but when did you know you wanted to get into it? And did you always like draw or what part of the creation of art did you want to become? Okay. Um, for the most part, it was kind of like a mixture of both. Like I was, I've always been artistic, so I used to draw a lot. And, um, but I also used to, watch my mom get ready for work like every day and I would like be so mesmerized at her transformation she looks so glamorous and um you know that was all that also inspired me to really get into it like just watch my mom's process and you know like when I was in college um you know I didn't know what I like, I know I wanted to stay in the artistic field, but I, didn't, I couldn't find um, my right footing, you know, in the direction that I wanted to go in. So when I was in college, I worked in cosmetics and boom, it just took off from there. And after I graduated, I decided to pursue it full time. Well, that's one thing I learned in, in college. As well. um, yeah, the cosmetic industry, it will get paid like because. Who doesn't want to be beautiful? You you could be struggling all your days eating ramen noodles, but you want to get the lashes put on. You want them brows to be on fleek, though. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I, I was like, I want my face to be pretty, you know. So I was like, let me learn how to really do this properly, 
yeah. Now, how did you perfect your craft? I know you said you started working at a cosmetic counter. Did did you learn everything from the cosmetic counter or you kind of freestyled it until you took classes? Um, I learned I learned the ba- my basic skill set from um, working in cosmetics, but then um, I started to buy makeup books and and practice and read a lot and practice on myself. And then, you know, like um, once I felt more confident in, um, you know, learning, new, uh, reading about the techniques and, and I would practice on myself before I would bring it to clients. Mm-hmm. And once I got the hang of it, you know, I would definitely bring it to clients. So um, I didn't learn from like videos and YouTube because when I started, there was a YouTube. So um, we had to teach ourselves you know so definitely like self-taught and um a lot of trial and error reading books and researching you know i had um no mentorship so i just kind of just went in there and just figured it out on my own you know and yes that's a lot of times people don't have the mentor that we need but that devise the true hustlers and the people that just gonna look and watch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you, you, know. you can't just be waiting for somebody to grab your hand. I know. It's so much easier like for these artists to grow like fast because they have so much education at their fingertips, literally. So yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> Right. I mean, we didn't have all the extra tools that they have now. Like that, and that's the only thing that I will say if I am going to be a little irritated about the industry these days is the fact that it's almost like a microwave industry. They want answers, but they don't want to do the research or the hard work to get the answers. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I agree with you a hundred percent. They don't, you know, because it's just so easy, you know, to you know, hey, just look on YouTube and boom, the answer is there. But is right. the answers really there? Because they edit a lot of um, parts out. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you, oh, you should put that primer with that because it doesn't mix and then it's going to make you look shiny here. Yeah, they don't give you all the background stuff. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They skip those parts. <laughs> I always tell people just invest in a class with a makeup artist because we have the source. We know what's going on. Yeah. Now, I tell people all the time, because like, I'm not going to hate on the new generation that do, does the YouTube or whatever, but I always say there's nothing wrong with YouTube, but take a professional class first, because at least you're knowing the techniques, you're knowing, you're knowing the terminology, you're knowing what they're doing and why they did X, Y, and Z, versus you just trying to guess what they're doing and you look like a clown when you get done. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. You know, um, I think just YouTube and people being a little um, cheap, you know, has kind of like made it a little harder, <laughs> a little harder for, um, you know, like professionals to really be able to teach classes because they're like, oh, I'll just find out from YouTube. So it can be a little frustrating. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. What trend that's going on in makeup or not, not currently, but just in, out of all the trends in makeup, which one did you hate the most? Ooh. Oh my God, that's a good question, man. What was my? I think that squiggly brow thing. Yeah, I didn't see the point of it when when it happened. I was just like, 
<laughs> why? What? What is this? And why is everyone doing this? Like, can't exactly. you see? Like, there's no use for it. So, I think that was one of the trends that definitely irritated me, and I'm glad it went away. But it was it was foolish. Man, I, I love, and I'm not gonna lie, I love dramatic makeup. But one trend that I did not like is the extreme cut crease where they have to have 25 different colors on their eyeshadow before they just get to the point. I'm like, you make 20 colors and it's still just going to look brown. Why did you do all that? <laughs> For what? You should put a brown there and cut the crease and then run. <laughs> you know what it is? I think that they probably like, oh, this color is not showing up. So just to save face, they have to use 20 other colors to compensate for the um, the patchy eyeshadow they were trying to cover up. Maybe. Because well, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've been in situations like that. Because, <laughs> I mean, I get it if you're selling, a, if you're a brand and you're selling products. Yeah, I'm going to use a million colors so I can say, you need all these colors to achieve this look because I want you to buy it. But if you have some outside reason to do that, then just don't. <laughs> no, just useless. It's, it's very useless. Wasted product, wasted time. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I see a lot of things um, in certain trends, especially when they do these like quick TikTok tutorials. Mm -hmm. And I've seen people apply way too much product, but then I have to, you know, um, think about is this person an artist or an influencer? Because if it's an influencer, people don't know the difference between the two. You know, I think a pet peeve of mine is when influencers are introduced as makeup artists because it's, it's really a difference. And people seem to just kind of, I guess mainstream media seems to connect the two together for some reason. They don't know the difference. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> one has actual knowledge. One is guessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we are moving on. What is your ultimate goal in the entertainment industry or your career period? Um, man, my goal is just to continue to teach. Like I really want to um, continue to um, expand in that area because education is a big thing now. And that's one of the um, things that I get contacted about the most besides like regular um my regular client base, but definitely teaching, you know, so I want to ex expand on that and film tutorials that are connected through my website so um, people can sign up for those classes as well as in-person classes and virtual classes. So, you know, um, I want to expand that and I enjoy mentorship because, you know, like we all need help, you know, and a lot of artists don't have their kits up to industry standard because they don't know. Right. So, you know, like it's it's good to um, have knowledge about what is industry standard and to offer mentorship is a huge thing, you know, for a lot of uh, these younger YouTube artists. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, I know you used to do, um, well, I don't know do, but, you know, makeup classes like in different cities other than New York. After this horrible pandemic has calmed down, do you plan on doing that again? Yes. I definitely will. So um, the classes is what is going. I'm gonna like push forward to and you know teach more classes in different cities. So yeah, I I do want to expand in other areas and you know I'll, you know I like to feel the temperature and see you know where um, a lot 
if there's more of a demand in certain cities, then I'll come there. But, you know, I'm not going to just kind of go to those cities and there's no demand, you know? Well, you have a home in ATL, honey, because um, if you want to come and teach a class, I do have a full shop, so you can pull them up. <laughs> um, yes, I would definitely do that. Oh, man, for sure. Yeah, I would love it. I got to come to ATL then. <laughs> so we are getting into something. Well, let me get these last little couple um, of seriousness out the way. What is something valuable you've learned during the quarantine time? Wow. Um, something valuable. Mm, I guess really prioritize, prioritizing your mental health because, um, you know, like when you're working so, so much and then things just kind of stop, you know, like all these, you know, your mind, when you have to be inside for all that time, your mind can start to play tricks on you. So um, you have to deal with some of the things that you kind of didn't get to deal with because you didn't have time to, or you didn't make it a priority. So um, that definitely opened my mind up to a lot of things. And, and I just realized that I have to really take more time for um, my mental health, you know? So yeah, mental prioritizing that um, definitely the quarantine definitely uh, made me realize I have to for sure. Now, what kept you motivated during the downtime? Um, meditation. Um, mm -hmm. I burn a lot of sage, and um, I also burn Palo Santo. Uh, Santo, excuse me. It's like this wood that kind of brings the universe to you. You know, like every we always they always say that you have to put things out into the universe. What this does is it brings the universe to you. So anything that you want from the universe, you're it's almost like you're you're forcing it, forcing these things to happen for you. You know, so and it um keeps the positive energy around you. There's been times where like when I burn it, it's 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 harder to burn because I'm in a really positive space, but I have if I'm like in a negative space, it burns a lot. So, you know, I have just kind of been more centered, you know, more spiritual, more um, meditated a lot more. You know, that has helped me a lot. You know, during this quarantine process, um, you know, so I don't really, you know, look at things in a negative way. You know. Does, now, what's the name of this? Because I want to know if it brings forth husbands. <laughs> it's Apollo Santo. And it really, it really does help. <laughs> it's P-A-L-O and then um, Santo, S-A-N-T-O. Sorry, uh, pay, ooh, I'm spelling it all wrong. Excuse me. It's P-A-L-E-O. And then the Santo is a separate word. S-A-N-T-O. Yeah, yes. yes, you can manifest that. I'm yes. telling you, I've just learned, I, I've had, a, and when you burn it, mm -hmm. you know, blow it out. And then, you know, just, you know, make sure that you do it from your head to your toes and, you know, your shoulders. And if you can get someone to also do your back, the same thing. 
and you'll definitely feel a difference and you'll start to notice the universe will work in your favor because you're bringing the universe to you. I'm bringing everything. Um, can I get the husband? Can I get abs? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, unexpected income. I need all that up in here. <laughs> me too, girl. Me too. That's why I was like, let me just start to <laughs> become a little bit more like in sync and pay attention to this this universe of ours, you know? <laughs> gonna get to the fun now yeah. <laughs> yo you know your your chill side because you know we we done with the business now who is your favorite rapper and singer and why wow oh my god my favorite rapper um i would have to say a mixture between biggie and nas okay yes and my favorite singer, okay, I have a couple, okay. but just okay. As a as a child, I used to be a, the biggest Usher fan. Okay. <laughs> I was like in love with him, but like you know, as an adult, and you know, just really appreciating like old school music, and you know, like for uh, what it is, I'm I really love Whitney Houston. Oh, absolutely. And, I just, she never, it, yeah, I love her. If anyone has anything bad to say about Whitney, we're going to fight. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I've always been a Whitney fan, but um, there was just, like, those cuts that are on an album that you forget about. You'd be like, dang, they used to be the jam. Like, yeah. the long talking again. Um, yes. Okay, hearts. Go. I'm like, yes. Her writer was on. Okay, her writer I, did. Just, like. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, Whitney, man. Miss her for sure. <laughs> now during the quarantine time, you know everybody kind of tuned into the verses. So if you could pick one of your favorite verses that you saw, which one was your favorite? And then if you could set up the next verses that has not happened yet, who would you want to be? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I didn't catch all of the verses, but I would say. A favorite of mine, maybe because I like, I grew up, you know, in this, um, the, I guess the Brandy and Monica one was my yes! personal favorite. Yeah. I love I that one. Even though we at each other, I loved it. And oh yeah, I love the Escape and SWV too. That yes. was like a close second. Now, yeah. I, I like the SWV and Escape, but the Brandy and Monica was my all-time favorite. Yes! Listen, <laughs> I, I, was scared. I did a whole podcast about it because I was so ready. Like, all my friends, that like, most of my friends are, like, if they're not comedy, they're um, musicians and they're singers. So we did a whole thing, like, who you think, what they going to play next? Like, we, we was ready. <laughs> we was so ready. <laughs> yes! Here oh, for my it. God. Me too. I was like ready. I was As soon as the, the time came, I was, like, sitting there in the live, like, they're really gonna do this. I can't believe it. So it was it was great. I'm glad they did it. Um gosh, who would I pick to have? I guess I really would like to see Tony Braxton mm -hmm. and Mary J. Blige. I would like to see them go against each other because of the yeah. tone in their voice and they have a lot of hits. So I think it would be a nice, like, um, like I think it would be a good even match. Oh, I agree. I did, I did a podcast about that too. I was like, if y'all gonna do another one, that should be another. You know who else I think is dope that would, I, I feel like it might happen. I hope it happens, but Silk and Drew Hill. 
Oh, see, okay. The only thing is, though, they have to have the majority of the the original members. I feel like because yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. Well, I don't like. I mean, I think Drew Hill would. I mean, for a versus and for the correct check, I think they can squash the beef and be like, "Let's go and get this money." <laughs> they, could. they could. You know, I think that I think one twelve and Jack and Andrew was supposed to do a versus, but. I think they like, huh? They did do one. They did it. Yeah, but see, they didn't. They did the verses early on before it got you know popping, and they had oh. stayed. So they actually need to do a rematch because they did it when we was like legit quarantine. And yes, was, yeah. And they had I all the. I agree. I think that they need to redo some of the earlier ones. Like I would have liked yeah. to see the baby face and Teddy Riley one yes. like, really done, like with the budget, like how they yeah. have now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I ain't gonna lie, the Teddy Riley and the baby face was hilarious, though. It was, it was. <laughs> Teddy Riley, he was the original. He was like, okay, yeah. if I'm gonna do this, I gotta have the whole team behind me. And then right. eventually it got there, but at that moment, we were just like, you're doing too much. It was funny. <laughs> no, the shade was so real because, like, you know how people know we know, we love Babyface for all his like melodic hits, and he's just so smooth with it. And yeah. like, Teddy, do something, Teddy, be all hype, and then here comes Babyface, like, that's cute. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, God, <laughs> oh, the shade was so real. I loved every bit of the shade. <laughs> it was. Oh, I love it. I watch for the shade now. The the versions. Oh, <laughs> Now, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer entrepreneur? Oh, um, I would just say just stay true to who you are and um, pay attention to um, trends and always try to keep your skills up to date, you know, because the industry is changing rapidly. So you don't want to um, get left behind there was some artists that kind of changed their whole style to replicate other artists and you know those other artists uh skill set sets um skills excuse me skills became dated and yeah. then you know they kind of got left behind so you always want to pay attention to what's going on but also stay true to who you are like i, I love a good soft glam and um you know that's still like a signature glam of mine I can do the other stuff, but that's what I'm known for. And a lot of clients book me for that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. If cut creases, your, your jam and people know you for that, stay true to who you are in your artistry and don't stop. Don't, and don't get, um, don't compare yourself to other people. Everyone has their own timing, you know, and be humble. <laughs> it's <me. laughs> that ask me like this people aspiring makeup artists and people that are upcoming whether you're a makeup artist or industry whatever you're doing at the end of the day you don't have to be the best you have to be the likable yes <laughs> exactly like, like you you can you could be the dopest makeup artist or the dopest singer dopest whoever of all times but if people don't like you yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah, not you're not gonna go far it's so true you exactly. have to be humble be kind you know, it don't rub people the wrong way because you never know, like, with our industry, they don't just, people, you don't get fired. They just kind of will use someone else. Oh, yeah. Someone else to you. 
Like yeah. you'll be, you know, with your little chip on your shoulder, and you're like, oh, I'm running this thing today or whatever. And then like next week when you need to get a gig and people ain't checking for you no more, and then what? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So humble thyself, be kind for sure. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our first segment, which is our kiss or diss. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so you're going to tell who you kiss and who you dissing. All right, first one, Michael B. Jordan or Michael Ely. Who you kiss and who you dissing? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I find him attractive. I'm not He's not my crush, but if he was someone that approached me, I would definitely give him um, some play. Michael Ely is, is fine, too, but I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I just, I find Michael uh, B. Jordan more attractive. <laughs> You're telling me if they both was, like, sweating you real hard, you would be like, no, I'm going to rock with Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I'm sorry. My sister, she has a client, but I'm still going to do this interview. <laughs> yeah, we're working business. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. She's going to edit it down. She is? Hi, I'm going to say yes, hi. I, am. Hey, how I are was you? with her from the beginning. Just so you know. Hi, okay. I'm her sister. Listen, get your sorry, shiny. sunglasses Shout out to T-Fram Beauty. <laughs> Go. That's right. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. No, it's not. That's why it's called candy, because anything could happen. <laughs> so, so both of you all do makeup. Yes, yes. Um, I expanded into T-Frame Beauty in 2019. So it's a freelance-based company, because I would get a lot of, like, brides that would ask me if I have a team of artists. Mm. And now I do. So, um, you know, Come that's what it is. To do the thing, thing. Yeah, I can send artists out on jobs. You know, it's a, it's a really cool um, plan, um, uh, business that me and my sister have. So right now we have four artists under that company, two assistants, and um, two apprentices. So yeah, wow. and, and I train on everybody. <laughs> everybody based in New York. Yeah, everyone's based in New York. I do have one artist. Um, in Connecticut, um, and yeah, everyone else is based in. Uh, well, now you have one in Atlanta. I'm just saying, but uh, <laughs> yeah, now I have one in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> hey. I mean, whatever y'all need me to pull up, I'm just saying. You know, if y'all got some work down here, y'all can't get to. Go on, hook your girl up. You. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> so I'm going to the next kiss or diss. Morris Chestnut or Columbus Short? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Oh, Morris, Morris. Columbus Short, eh, his personality kind of scares me. He looks like he has a short temper. <laughs> I've heard. I've never I've met him. Really scares. <laughs> I don't, I've never met him, so I don't know, but I, I have heard the same thing. So, but, all right. <laughs> Last <laughs> Flavor Flav, a little boosty. Who you kissing, who you dissing? I can't. I have to choose. Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I guess Flavor Flav. Okay. I guess he's the lesser of the evil. If I had to choose, because I feel like Lil Boosie says a lot of problematic things. So, yeah. I 
don't think he needs to talk. He just put his foot in his mouth a lot of times. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that man, that's a hard one though. I want to just pass on both. I never thought I'd be, I would have to choose between the two. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some hard pill to swallow right there, both of them. <laughs> we are moving on to our DAQs. That stands for dumbass questions. They're just random questions. All right. If you could be a superhero, what would your superhero name be and what would be your superpower? Ooh. Um. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I guess I would be, it would have to be affiliated with uh, something that I love. So I would say I'd be like, um, a, like a makeup superhero or something. So I guess like, um, makeup, makeup, Power tea. I don't know. <laughs> that would be my my um yeah makeup power tea, and it would be like M P T M U P T <laughs> on my chest with my cape, and I guess like my superpower would be um having people shade match correctly, artists teaching them how to shade. Like I would just come in. Cause I, the, it seems like they got the eyes on right, but I always see the shade matching, not matching the neck. And I don't know if it's intentional or, you know, like, I don't know. So <laughs> that would be my superpower to help them shade match correctly. I know it's shady, right? Looking <laughs> power activate. <laughs> yes. I would just come in. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I saw that you were going to choose this color. Do you feel like that's correct? Right. Or, and then I would zap their hand and give them the right color. Exactly. And then I would check, because I think like, you know, in a lot of makeup artist kits, like, I know when I travel, I use a lot of cream foundations and because liquid foundations are harder to travel with and, you know, like I have to like really search for the right color. So I often like to use cream. So um, I would just transform their kit, you know, help them get the right foundation so it would be a little <laughs> easier for them to shade match correctly. <laughs> and... <laughs> Now, you could backslap somebody in your past with no consequences. Who would it be and why? Woo, man, there's many. Um, you said there's many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has to be one particular person, or can it be several? <laughs> All right. Um, I guess like years ago when I first started doing makeup, um. I had to try out for, to do makeup for this fashion show. And, you know, one of the judges, uh, he, he, after I finished doing the makeup or a demo makeup on the model, he told me that I should stop doing makeup and I was horrible. And I would like to, um, you know. <laughs> Not only do you need to pull up on him and back slap him, you need to pull up with the awards that you have. <laughs> 
why. Yeah. This is why I'm hot. I'm just saying. I'm just exactly saying. to show him. For real. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, I would definitely love to. I, listen, I <laughs> what is the worst possible name you could give a cosmetic store? A cosmetic store? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I guess like something that's just like obvious, like makeup game on point. Like, you know, I think it's just like kind of foolish, you know? <laughs> Not, not a good name. You want a, the worst name. The, the worst, most horrible. Oh, birth name. name. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Birth name. Anima. Because you know, I think sometimes people don't know the meaning of certain things. They're like, "Oh, that sounds so cute." I'm gonna name my baby Anima. And I'm like. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, I've, I've heard, I've met some people where their names sound close to things that are alarming, and right. I'm just kind of like, you. <laughs> people are going to always make fun of you, so yeah, I think that's like a horrible name for sure. <laughs> animals talk. Which animal do you think would be the rudest? <laughs> That's easy. A cat. Cats are always rude. <laughs> now you know what's funny. I said I asked a couple of friends of mine, but one stood out that was funny, and they said a gorilla. And a I said, gorilla? Yeah, that's gorilla. <laughs> They'll literally wipe themselves and throw it at you. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I've heard of um. Um, monkeys and um, gorillas doing that. So, yeah, I gotta agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, want someone throwing that. Yeah. Mm -mm. We fighting. <laughs> You're doing more than fighting. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are moving on to opera that thing out. All right. Oh, my so gosh. We have to pick a song that you know at least one full verse to and sing it in your best opera voice. Oh my God, I'm not even a singer, but this is going to be fun. I didn't say you had to be a good singer. I just said you had to pick a song. <laughs> but, and the, the thing is, I have to sing in an opera voice, and I have this deep voice. So I'm going to try my best. <sighs> what song can I sing? Um, I guess I'll sing SWV Week. <laughs> okay, go for it. I'm just trying to remember the first verse. Can I sing the second verse? Because that's the one that just is popping whatever, up in my head. You right can now. sing whatever verse you need to sing. Just make sure it's off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> time after time, I try to find it. <laughs> Your love is strong, it keeps on holding on. 
Yes, for sure. No, come on now. I have to keep going. No, no, no. That's, that's perfect. I really. Okay, we are going to. What grinds your gloss? Name one of your pet peeves. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I guess. What do you? What is my? What is a pet peeve of mine? Um, when I when I see someone, I send someone a text, and they respond, mm -hmm. and they respond immediately, and I send them another text, and then they take forever to respond back to the next text. Like, how could you be so prompt and then you go ghost? So I guess like, and, or they read it and I can see it on read. I can right. see that they read the, the message and they just didn't respond. So give me something. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be no iPhone hater, but I'm going to throw a little salt in here. I hate when I send a message to an iPhone user and they <laughs> Answer my question. A like is not an answer. Yeah, that's true. They have to, yeah. People have to be better with that. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm guilty of that. Because, like, sometimes, okay. like, if it's a busy day, like, I have to just end up like, okay, let me just like this really quickly. I'm going to get back to this. But, yeah. Well, what I feel <laughs> What's your favorite uh, ice cream? I'm, I'm at the grocery store right now. What's your favorite ice cream? You want vanilla or cookies and cream, and you like it. That doesn't answer my question. How I don't know. I'm at the store now. I need to know. <laughs> exactly. How are you going to like, yeah, give me the answer. Exactly. <laughs> we are moving on to our last but not least, our game, sing a -Doo. Now, sing a -Doo is a family-friendly game. It's a music game. And what you're doing, you're singing the melody of a song, but you can only use the word do. And you guess as many songs you can get within 60 seconds. Now, I'm going to do a couple of them, and then you're going to guess, and then I'm going to let you do a couple, and then we're going to go from there. So we have different genres. We have hip-hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, singer do favorites, old school, TV things, and party and dance hits. Now, I'm going to tell you now, I don't really get down with the country and rock, so don't pick that category. <laughs> okay. Well, you want me to pick a category? Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, hip hop and R&B. Why not? <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, I have to tell you the name of the song? Yes. Oh. A case touch me, tease me. All right. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. You should know this one too. All right. Uh, okay. Do 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 do. Hold on. I got the hook right. Hold on. Do 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 do. Oh, I know it already. Hey, what is it? Uh, Sunshine Anderson heard it all before. Come on now. All yeah. right. Oh, 
Come on now. <laughs> All right, you, now right I'm going to hold some cards up. You're going to pick one, and then once you pick the song, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to guess. All right? You okay. ready? Okay. We are. Let me do the purple side because I need R&B. All right. Let me know when you're ready. And if I need to move it, just let me know. Um... So I know you selected a soft band and you have you look at it. Okay, I'll do the is that Okay, I'll do the first one. Okay. All right, gonna do one more. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, should I do that one? That's gonna be hard. We'll do it. Okay, maybe I'll just okay. I'll do the melody. Do 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 do. Huh? Boys and BBD. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. Okay. Next wow, time we do a Next time we do a single do Sunday, you got to pull up on the on the live single do Sunday. Then you're gonna be my new teammate. <laughs> hey, I got you. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, that has been another episode of TV on a Motivation Monday. Please let everybody know how to find your journal on social media. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on my Instagram at Teresa Francine, T-H-E-R-E-S-A-F-R-A-N-C-I-N-E. And you can also find me on Facebook, Teresa Francine Makeup Artist. And also, um, my website is under production right now. I would send you guys there, but and you won't find it. So, um, yeah, just hit me up on Instagram and also TikTok. So, um, it's Teresa, T-H-E-R-E-S-A, and underscore Francine, F-R-A-N-C-I-N-A. Join with the TikTok. <laughs> So make sure you tune in every Monday, Thursday, the other Friday, on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, all things streaming. We will see you next time. Make sure you like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe and tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and donate. No dollar amount is too small. Candy Kisses TV, baby. <laughs> Not your typical interview, y'all. Wait, I can't forget, if you haven't already, check out artistperiod.com. Candy Kisses TV has merchandise. Check us out on artistperiod.com. A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D. Period. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows. 
and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today.